Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is a special episode because it's episode number 20. I don't know how special it is, but it feels special to me. And today's title is Wishful We Are Not. So here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Thank you, Bree. Thanks, Bree. 20 is a big deal. That's a good thing. Are you tired of sitting with us yet, Brie? Big number 20. Actually, no. I look forward to this. Do you really? Yeah. Every week I do. This is one of my favorite things I do. We're a little crazy, so. All right. Brie well, never knows where this is going to end up when we sit down. It's never dull. Absolutely. It's great to be back with our podcast family this week, Christy. What a week it has been, an adventure. It has been a week. It has been a week. It's been a hot week. I'm Let ready t- for the, the slow burn off of summer you know it is like um very hot even late at night there's no movement summer snuck up on me like the heat like snuck up on me because we made it all the way through june and it wasn't bad really and then all of a sudden like in july wasn't terrible but August is like, huh, August I'll is, uh, you. September's gonna... right around the corner, but August is going out in It didn't feel hot to y'all in June or July? Well, I mean, it, hot, but not excruciating. Oh. This is like excruciating. I guess. Like at 8 in the so morning. So if you're joining us from up north or somewhere else in the world and it's Alaska. not extremely hot or you're in a different season like our church family in Peru, you're in the middle of winter, you may be wondering why we're talking about heat. Because it's hot here. It's hot. Louisiana's hot. It's hot. Louisiana. There's hot. two reasons you do not want to live in Louisiana. What are they? July, August. Really? Yeah. Mm, hurricanes. Mm. I think, <laughs> I think I've been that through there. enough hurricanes at this point. I'm just like, oh, that's part, yeah. that's part of it. <laughs> Last week, we talked about the amazing pecan crop out on the farm, and sure enough, there's a hurricane. Here comes a hurricane on the horizon. I made or on the Weather Channel, rather. I made a connection in my brain. Y'all have mentioned these pecan trees in your yard several times now on the podcast. Have you? Yes, we that? have. We have. Um, we gauge because there's a winter. lot of them. We like them. We gauge winter being over by your pecan mm-hmm. trees now, <laughs> and also, uh, I guess, a season of life. A yeah, season, a season of, of life. life. <laughs> it's always. It's also about these pecan trees. So, hey. It's like the willow tree in Pocahontas. You know? If I. Uh, <laughs> it's important. Cough on you today through the mic. I'm so sorry. I'm trying my best to rein it in, but it's been a rough few weeks. Yeah. He is still coughing. I am still not tasting. So, or or smelling. Something. Wow. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. But um, we're making it. Slowly but surely we're getting back. Every once in a while, I get really excited. Today at lunch, I was with at lunch with Bree, and I tasted something, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this it is horrible." And you wanted to taste. I did want to taste, but not that. And so, um, it is. I think it is slowly coming back. Maybe I hope. Yeah. I'm praying that it is. So, um, it was anyway. a spicy mustard, y'all. It's a spicy <laughs> mustard at the Mandarin that bleeds over into the blissful red sauce. Yeah, the red. Yeah, the, I was going like, for the red, but the other color got it just on seeps mine. in. And so, um, anyway, it was it was not expected, and it was it was quite a show actually because <laughs> she made a big deal out of it. It was gross. Maybe that'll be a podcast topic: seeping, <laughs> seeping we are, seeping, seeping flavors, we are. <laughs> seeping we are, seeping we are not. Um. So anyway. hey, Bree, uh, it's been an exciting week. We're hearing from some of our listeners. We uh, are. It's really cool, and we know that we're getting out in the world when we don't know who the people are that are responding. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Tell Everybody. us a little bit about our giveaway. We are right in the middle of it. We are officially in the middle of the giveaway. It started last Friday. I don't remember the exact date 
of what it was, but I do know that we are officially one weekend as of today when we are filming this or recording this podcast. And we only have a, another week until That's next right. one more week. So one more week. So second, get it in. The 2nd of September. That is your last day to, um, well, actually it closes that, I'm going to say it closes at noon. So y'all have until noon. On September 2nd. September 2nd to enter to win. And right now we have a few people. So, I mean, go ahead. It's, we'll see. Come on, people. You might have a really good chance of winning if you That's go it. ahead and just enter. Absolutely. Right. And so if you've already entered, you have a good chance already. So. You do. Mm-hmm. Good job. And so, going back to our title, are you hopeful or wishful? Because wishful we are not, Brad. Wishful we are not, because there is definitely a difference in being hopeful and wishful. Hopeful and wishful. Wishful is interesting. If you look up the definition, it means having or sharing a desire or longing. Hopeful is something that is grounded, the feeling that is grounded or a belief that is grounded in truth. Grounded in truth. You know it's true if you're hoping. And so um, the last couple of weeks um, on, on Sundays, we've been looking at a sermon dealing with that on hope, having hope in the midst of crazy times, having joy in the midst of an unjoyous time. And... We are joyful, having joy. You have to determine that you are having joy. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. It's a choice. To hope for something is to, you hope for it because it is rooted in something that you know or believe. And it's almost like faith. It is faith. It is faith. As a matter of fact, it puts it this way in the book of Romans. In chapter 5, when we look at that, it's an interesting dynamic. It says... um, into this grace in Romans five chapter of uh, Romans chapter five verses one through five. I'm not going to read them all, but it says, uh, "Hey, somebody forgot to turn off Christy. Who did it? That was me. I'm sorry. It was not oh. me. I have never done it before. Oh my gosh! Y'all just heard a cell phone ring. Did sorry, y'all. Nah, you're fine. So uh, you're human, Bree. Oh my gosh. Let's let everybody she know we're real. Who knew? Not a robot. Keeping it real. She's real. Back so, to Romans. Yeah, it Chapter says um, we step into the grace of God in which we stand for the hope of glory. And not only that, but we rejoice in our afflictions because we know affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character and proven character produces hope. This hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into us. Hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. That's it does not. Wishful thinking will disappoint. Wishful thinking will disappoint. People um, make wishes, but people that are hopeful are anticipating something, looking to something, knowing that it's going to work out on their behalf. And wishes are have no have no basis sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, kids wish that their school would fall in overnight or something so they don't have to get up and go to school the next day. Um, wow, you can tell she spent sixteen years in the school system. <laughs> I know I was saying kids, not all teachers. I wouldn't call them teachers out. Um, no, I'm saying you've kid, heard that a bunch. I have. I've thought it a few times. But anyway, um, kids think you know you go to they go to bed at night and think, oh, I'm just gonna you know, I wish so and so would happen. You know, 
I, um, like Bradley, I know Bradley was like, I wish Gunner was the size of a horse and I could ride him around. And I'm like, um, no, you don't. You do not want a dog pause. the size of. I'm like, don't pause on that because yesterday when he was riding me around the golf cart, he said, you know what's cool about Gunner? He's big enough that I can ride him like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, being the adult parent in the home, say, no, Bradley, you can't ride Gunner like a horse. So, oh, cool was not an a- adequate yeah, response. Exactly, no. Um, anyway, so we. Um, I have a. Just. Don't y'all have horses? Why does he need to ride We do have horses like horse? because it's a horse that he can control. Like, uh, he can't get up on the. His feet the, reach the ground. The other horses are big, okay. and, like, he can't, he can't control them by himself. He can't go out and let them out of the pasture by himself because they're, like, actual they're, size what horses. What does that commercial you know? say? Riding the so, dog is frowned upon in this establishment. Yeah, that little kid from, <laughs> I don't know what commercial that was. But that's what Brad is, uh, and that's what Brad Lee thinks. I wish Gunner was the size of a horse. Well, no, you don't really actually wish that, you know? And and obviously, it's not something that he hopes for. He doesn't hope that Gunner's going to grow to the size of a horse and, and because there's no basis for it. Well, our hope is rooted in faith, and wish a wish is rooted in a thought, a feeling, imagination, an imagination. That's what I'm saying. Bradley's is Bradley's <laughs> wish is in his imagination, and is, he has a vivid one of those. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And so, in this world that we're living in, when it's so crazy, I, I read a news article title. Let me say, re- rephrase that. I read a title to a news article that said, "Why is it that everyone knows what to do except the people in charge?" Okay. Like when you meet people on the street, everybody seems to have a logical solution to the crisis going on in the world. Pick one. Uh, True. And it's like, but why do the people making decisions, and I'm not picking on any particular uh, flavor because they all do crazy stuff, but uh, why do those, everybody seem to know what to do except the people who are getting to call the shots? I don't know. Because I... I understand this is a rhetorical question, but uh, I think a lot of ours is based on total logic and, you know, not everything. And we don't know what's going, we don't know behind the scenes. But what we do know is that in the midst of an uncertain time that we have a written promise from God's word that says afflictions produce endurance. Endurance produces proven character. Proven character produces hope. And this hope does not disappoint us. Disappointed we are not. Disappointed we are not because we have a hope that is rooted in something greater than we are. So in this podcast, when we talk about this, if we're not careful, we get caught up in this wishful mindset. And a wishful mindset leads to greater disappointment. And uh, But if you have a hope, you're anticipating it or holding on to it. And... um, it's kind of like a parable in the Bible of the pearl of the great price, you know, the, about the man who went and sold all he had to find the, the, the by the field that had treasure in it. You know, he, he sold everything, not on a whim, not because he had a lottery mentality mindset, but he knew something about that, and he had hope that he could find it. And so he was willing to empty everything he had of himself and the confidence that he had and the knowledge that he had. Not in a feeling or a thought, but it was rooted in something. And he found the great treasure. He was rooted in the fact. So when our emotions are all over the place, up one minute, la-di-da, another minute, angry another minute, um, 
our blood boiling at another time. I was just thinking about, you know, uh, that small town Tennessee that was flooded out this week. You know, I was listening to some testimonies from that from somebody who was there doing some rescue work. And it's like, man, right now we're doing this. Life is great. And all of a sudden, boom, it's all gone. That that was kind of, that was crazy. It was crazy. It's a crazy story to it. But that's how life is. And you have to have a hope in him because his faith does not disappoint. When the circumstances change, we still have hope in him. And the Bible talks about when we see him, we will no longer, we will no longer need hope because our eyes shall behold him. Right. And so. How do you lead your family through all this uncertainty? How do you lead your family in a balanced way right now? I mean, it seems like on the surface, the situation with COVID is worse this year than last year. I know I know more people yes. that have it personally right now than at any time last year that I did. And yes. um, and it's worse. And kids. A lot of people are worse and kids are getting it. And it's just, it's just different. You're right. Right. So how do you stay rooted and grounded in that? Carefully. De- um, you you do it like, I'm totally blank for a word right now. This is really bad when you're recording and you totally go blank on a word. Um, dun, 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 <laughs> that helps. <laughs> not at all. Not really. Literally, not at all. Deliberately. That's what you all have right. to do. All right. At to least be, you come back with a good one. You have to be very deliberate yeah. about it. Um, because, uh, and I know in our home, you can't just say, um, you know, turn off the TV. You have to say, turn off the TV and spend that time doing something else Mm -hmm. because they will just sit there and bother you. And what can I watch TV now? Can I watch TV now? Whatever. And, um, and this week, that's the thing that I'm trying to get my kids to not come in and like veg out in front of the TV for an hour or hours after school or whatever. You have to be deliberate in, like, especially Bradley's the very logical child. You have to literally say, go do this, you know, go mm-hmm. do that or whatever. So I think you have to be deliberate in your, um, and in your conversations, you have to be deliberate in your, your actions. You have to be deliberate in honestly reigning in your mind, training your thoughts to be on the right things because it's so easy to get inside your own head and think horrible things about the world, the world around you, the people around you, you know, yourself even. But instead of getting in your own mind, get in into the word of God, get into, you know, talk to God, pray, and let God fill your mind with those things that he wants you to concentrate on, not these, you know, headlines like brad said not that what you were talking about was bad but you know the head you can read a headline and and i'm famous for not reading headlines and not knowing the whole story because i mean for reading headlines and not knowing the actual story but it's it's that's what's so important is to deliberately say i am going to be positive about this i'm going to find the positive i'm going to find a way I'm, yeah, whatever that way is. And even if it's, you know, talking to your kids about let's just not be negative, you know, put a positive spin on it somehow, teaching them that and, and just uh, the people around you say, you know, yes, it is 100 degrees outside, but we do not have to wear eight layers every time we get ready to go outside. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was reading a book where she had to, it took her five minutes to get all of her clothes off. And by the time she did, she had missed whatever she had gone inside to do or whatever. And it was time to go, you know, back outside. And so things like that, you know, they, there's good and there's bad. And we, yes, it's hot outside. It's two reasons. June and July. I mean, July and August. July and August. And September's coming. That's it. It's around the corner. So we, um, but you have to be positive about it, you know. And again, at least they are not, um, at least they are not, we're not in 18 layers or whatever. That is correct. Could be worse. And what you're saying is, like it talks about in in Philippians 4, um, where it talks about rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice and let your graciousness graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And he will let the peace of God will surpass your every thought and he will guard your hearts. I like that verse. A simple verse for us today is we live in this world of um, tsunamis are bad news. <laughs> uh, tsunamis seems like it's just hurricanes. All over not bad enough. We're gonna go with tsunamis um, now. Oh Lord, <laughs> is that we pray that God will guard our hearts? Yes. And you know, He'll guard our hearts, and we have guard to, our tongues. And deliberate, we deliberately have to say, "God, please do that." You know, we have to deliberately stay in his word and and guarding our hearts and our tongues but asking god to go even beyond our capabilities obviously um because you know sometimes you just say you you, i just can't hold my tongue i gotta say whatever probably don't really but we say that a lot and so um yeah it's hard and we just again deliberate are you deliberate about it i mean people are deliberate about their ability to be quick with a comeback like in the scripture i'm sorry no they you know, the whole be slow to anger, slow to speak. Like, mm. people are quick now. Mm. Like, they want to be the quickest one to say what they have to say. First one to be mm. funny or or mm-hmm. get their opinion in. Yeah. And, Definitely. And people's asking, how do you do that? Well, the final verses there says, finally, brothers, focus on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. Focus on those things. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome passage of scripture. But a lot of times we don't read those headlines. You know what I mean? No. We, we that we actually we do read those headlines and skip it. It's the the bad ones that we actually go through and like read the story to and know about and all that stuff. You know, right? It says, "Dwell on these things. Do what you have learned. Receive what you have heard, and the peace of God will fill you." That's what everybody's looking for peace. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's hard to have peace within when you're only looking at the chaos around. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to have vertical vision, looking at things vertical to the Lord Jesus Christ and not horizontal. That's right. Because all around us, things are crazy when we look up to him. Bree and I were not prepared no, for vertical I, vision. We were I like, understood Whoa. that exactly. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I am. That cookie is on the bottom shelf. All right. But. Thank you, Bree. No, just that we just weren't expecting. <laughs> I don't guess because we both looked at each other like, whoa, vertical vision. I hadn't heard that in a while. I know. That's funny. So, sorry. All right. Our, our bad. Getting you off topic, Brad. <clears throat> We're not laughing at you. We're laughing with at each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, 
as we go into the world this week. Keep uh, your vertical vision. Look up instead of looking around. Have hope instead of wishes. Have hope. Be hopeful. Find something to have it rooted and grounded. Mm-hmm. And, and pray for us. Update on the family. Wow, Kids are back in school. And, and homework. Man, we're trying to make all these. Homework is is taking me out. I'm just saying. Good thing you're a teacher. Oh, but you know what? Cutest thing. We've been talking about Bradley today. Um, Bradley got to go to the school library for the first time this week. Okay. That boy was so pumped up. Awesome. He is so excited. This morning, before I went into his room to wake him up, he was already awake in the living room reading his library book. Oh, Christy. Now, um, he got a library book that is a couple of uh, grades ahead of him. Uh So he struggles, but he is struggling through that book. It's thick, too. It is. He's reading a dog man book, which I don't know um, how much people know about this. But kudos, cultivate. When I was little... The guy who wrote um, Dogman currently, his name is Dave Pickley. He wrote Captain Underpants. And oh, that I did not is know that. What all the rage was when I was like Bradley's age. Yes, so it's so my cool. nephew did. Yeah. My nephew was um, that was popular with my nephew mm-hmm. when he was younger, and and so Brad Bradley is reading a Dogman book, mm-hmm. and he he is literally reading it. I don't for those of you that don't know, it's in a cartoonish form. Mm-hmm. Like the little captions a, yeah, and, you know, the little little bubble so, captions. He is literally reading out loud every one of those those little captions, and he loves it. So what, He's so what you don't understand is this boy has been to Disney World. He's been on great adventures. I have never <laughs> in his six years seen him this excited about anything. I know. It was so cute. He got all these rules. Like, you can't leave your book out for little babies to get in. in can't you let can't, your dog get it. You can't let your dog get it. That was one of the rules. Go you can't wash get your hands dirty. before you touch your book. You have to wash your hands. Oh you can't get food or drink. You or you have to buy it. You shouldn't drink the book. <laughs> drink drink near the book in case you spill it and all this stuff. So the first day he comes home with it. And he's like, can I go outside and show daddy my book? And I was like, yeah, you can go out there and show him. And he's like, okay. He takes all of the stuff out of his lunchbox and he puts the book book in the lunchbox and i'm like what are you doing and he's like i don't want gunner or the other dog buzz to get it and get it dirty so i'm gonna protect it oh that's so cute. he has a little briefcase and that's right he has his little briefcase and he goes walking out of the house carrying his little briefcase his lunchbox briefcase to brad to show him this book so then brad's brother comes over and and helps with the farm and he's like hey bradley you want to you want to ride with me to go feed and stuff and bradley's like yes let me show you what i got at school and he goes running over to brian with his little lunchbox to show him the book inside he's that's so, so excited about the book so. i wish i got him a library card <laughs> so hey let me well, just that's the thing the library I, didn't you couldn't go this summer no, no, i meant like to the public like you in, couldn't go really? this summer because of covid and stuff it's closed it's been closed Aww. so brie if you've been looking so. for a win as hard as you work and cultivate oh. we're serving grace ministry there you go Oh, thank yes. you. It all started right here. That's awesome. That yeah. makes me happy. I he, love when kids love books. He loves to So outside of that. Uh, I found out last night. I said, oh, you get that from your mom. You love to read. And he's like, you don't read books. I said, Bradley, I've always got my Kindle and I'm always reading. And Bradley has all this time been thinking I was playing games on that Kindle. I told you that. <laughs> but you, I told you that. I don't he, understand what you're like. He didn't get that from me. You're always reading a book. Yeah, but he's doing yeah, but it not, for like not because like I get joy out of it. It's not like for I, in, like if he you, does. If, you, uh, if you're if you're not learning, you're losing. He's oh, like learning really? something, and I just read, read, you know, like all the time. Yeah, I'm not gonna pick up a random book 
and just be That's so funny. I it. get half of my book recommendations from you. I think this is so odd. <laughs> but they're they're always. But like, you don't get any that's not, not impactful. Yeah, no, they're not impactful and growing books. He yeah. doesn't read books just to read. Like he doesn't just read story books. He that's reads so sad. like there's a how, whole world you know. in a book. Did you not know that? There's oh. a world in a book. There it, and it's called <laughs> the World Books. Encyclopedias. <laughs> Shout out, drum roll to people that grew up in the sixties and seventies. I am not. <laughs> hey, we've all used them. We have. I've got Wikipedia. Exactly. The Ella came in. I, we're, we're just telling you our story here, but Ella came in. She's like, "My teacher said, do not use Wikipedia." Yes, she did. Uh-huh. I said, "Do you want to use Daddy's World Books?" <laughs> Ella had no idea what that meant. Encyclopedias. Do you still have them? No. Oh, somewhere no. there. My mama's attic, probably. Oh. No, he does not have them. We have not moved those I around. I bet you I could find some. I bet you somebody listening to us right now has some encyclopedias stored somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. I'm Let sure my know. mom has someone, some in her house somewhere. If you have an encyclopedia stored somewhere, take a picture. Yes. Post it on our social media page. Right, like, want to see Maybe it. share a story. I'm going to send you something special. Yeah. Share a story if you can. Tag us in it, and we'll see it. And then um, if not, or just leave a comment with a picture. All right, who's got one? This is a great way to close out. <laughs> For those who have hung in to the end to I'm listening make, through our I'm family I'm going to make my stuff. sister go take a picture of my mom's encyclopedias. <laughs> no <laughs> cheating, Christy. Still has them. I know she still has them somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, as you were going through this week, continue to be hopeful. Continue to um, enjoy life. Stay safe. Stay Hurricane's safe. coming. <laughs> Be humble. Pray hard. <laughs>